Welcome. <laughs> Could I just do the Dark Shepherd intro? No. I'll just do it. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You're listening to the Ultimate Dog. I'm your host, Ryder. And that we have Anala. What is up? <laughs> See, I think it just flows better than what we originally had. I think it's something different every time. So yeah. I think it plays into the fact that we have done something different every time. And I think it's good because I feel like some people with podcasts, they like doing like consistency. Yes. And like, oh, you're like listening to the same thing every day. You yeah. know, you have that warm welcome. Uh-huh. We don't like doing that. No. We are not that type of podcast. We want to keep you on your toes. Okay. Are you listening to like, I don't know, cooking with Babish? No. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> No, you're not. Are you listening to You Heard with Purd? No. No. Not at all. This is the ultimate talk. talk. With a different intro every time. Mm-hmm. And this is a special edition of the ultimate talk. What we have we? a lovely, lovely, lovely guest. Um, I would say yeah. he is probably, mm-hmm. you know, uh, the most up-and-coming Frisbee player that you'll see. Like Michael Jordan in 87. Ooh! You know what I mean? Yes. Right before the Bulls. Mm-hmm. This is it. Yeah, like, I, okay, some people might say, like, no, he's not up and coming, he's now. No. No! No, 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 no. This no, is no. just the beginning. This is the beginning. We have the ceiling is so high for yeah. him, mm-hmm. you can't even see it when yeah. you're, like, on Everest. It's <laughs> insane. <laughs> you go, where's his limit? There is nothing! A very special guest today is a Mr. Riley, aka El Diablo, aka the Rookie of the Year. Rookie of the Year by Ulti World 20. What year was it? 2019. Yeah, 2019. 2019, no. 2020. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hello, thank you for having me on. Good <laughs> 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 so to have you. I know we just piped you up a lot. Yeah. But that's totally fine. You'll live up to it, for sure. <laughs> I'll take the compliments when I can get them. <laughs> for sure, for sure, for sure. A hundred percent. We're so happy to have you here. We're so happy we're to be here. Talk some Frisbee, talk Berkeley, Ooh. talk smog. Ooh. High school? That's quite the lineup. Yeah, <laughs> quite the lineup, quite the lineup. Where do you want to start? I mean, I'm really curious about how you even started Frisbee. And I don't know if I've ever heard that of like where, like, were you playing in elementary school? Did you start in high school? I actually have no idea where it began. I have no idea. Began. began. Yeah. So my, my best friend in like, basically through, we went to like preschool and elementary school together. His name is Aiden Price. Um, his dad was like a player at Carlton like a really long time ago. Whoa. So, so he sent Aiden to these ultimate frisbee camps in the Bay Area, mm-hmm. um, like starting when he was eight. And then me, naturally following my best friend, went with him. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, I went to these summer camps starting when I was eight, and then went to them through middle school. And uh, we went to middle school together. And his dad started an ultimate team at King Middle School, where I went to middle school. So, like, summer camps into middle school ultimate, into high school ultimate, and then, yeah, that's that's basically it. Wow. That's crazy. What originally drew you when you were at those summer camps besides your best friend? Like, why did you want to keep coming back compared to, like, soccer? Or, like, did you play any other sports? Or was this kind of it? Yeah, so I played I played soccer and baseball as well through middle school. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I don't know, honestly, just the, the, the vibe of the camp was very just, like, silly and out there, and then the baseball camps and the soccer camps were very, like, I don't know, it was, like, you have to be on top of your shit even though it's a summer camp and you're eight. I don't know if I'm allowed to swear on this podcast. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> just have to check. Yeah, no, you no, are. Okay, cool. um, so, yeah, I mean, the, it was just a lot more fun, the camps themselves, and then the, the team at, in middle school had the same vibe. Like, I played Little League at the same time I was playing Ultimate in middle school, mm-hmm. and I just had more fun at practice. Like, and, and the sport itself is more fun. Like, there's more running, more activeness, but also, yeah. like, it was just more fun. I gotcha. Yeah. And with, like... So I know this is going to be a hard question to answer because you kind of don't know anything different, but do you think, like, Berkeley in itself is, like, a very unique ultimate hotspot compared to the rest of the world in terms of how people even view Frisbee as a sport? I mean, I think outside of Frisbee, no. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I don't think people at our high school are like, oh, my God, look, it's the Frisbee team in the hallway. Like, yeah. move out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, no, I think I think, like... I'm super lucky that I came up through the Berkeley Public Schools. Yeah. Um, like the next city over, does, like their middle school team started because we had middle school teams in Berkeley. Oh, um, okay. it, I think a lot of our good players came through Willard, which uh, the other middle school, our rival middle school. They the coach Maddie Sang coaches Fury, oh. so like he's like the best coach in the world, and <laughs> there's middle schoolers who are getting coached by him. <laughs> um, yeah. So that kind of that does a lot for the Berkeley program, um, but I don't know. It, it's just like there's a lot of really good players who play on Fury and Revolver who live in Berkeley. So for for whatever reason, like we get we get really good coaches, and yeah, I would say that kind of makes it a little bit unique for sure. Yeah, interesting, interesting, That's cool. And when did you? So obviously frisbee is always fun, but when did you kind of start viewing it as like oh like time to kind of like fatten down? This is something I'm like I think I'm good at, and I want to get really good at it. Um, definitely freshman year so or like between eighth grade and freshman year um it was the first time i heard about ycc so the Mm -hmm. the head like counselor at the summer camps was like he ran he coached the u17 team after shock um and was like you should come to trial it's after camp or whatever and i was like okay that sounds cool and um i was still playing baseball at that point so it was like i couldn't commit to the ycc team um so i like went to trials and it was really fun but didn't didn't play on the team, um, and then in high school I really had to choose between one sport or the other. I think it was I either had to play like high school baseball was like practice five days a week and frisbee was like three or four, um, so it was like really one or the other there. And I think like for everything we talked about in terms of like the the vibe on frisbee teams and just liking the sport better made me choose frisbee. Mm. Um, but I think it's like it was the wise like, the fact that you could go to a national tournament that like if I don't think if there was that level of play like I don't think I would have chosen ultimate mm, yeah. just because it like I didn't want the cap to be the high school team yeah. Um, so yeah I played freshman year didn't play baseball and then made made the u17 team the next summer and just the experience of playing u17 like just going to a place where there's like 80 fields and like 100 teams was just overwhelming like I, I honestly was just walking around the fields like <laughs> where am I what, what is this place and why is it so cool yeah yeah that's so cool yeah so I, I think that's kind of when I realized I made the right decision was mm-hmm. honestly just walking around the, like not even playing at the tournament just walking around the tournament it was just yeah. so much fun no that totally makes sense I remember when we went to nationals mm-hmm. just seeing like it's unlike any other tournament in terms of like 
there are so many fields and so many people that are solely dedicated to frisbee and it makes you like giddy yeah mm-hmm. it's not even like the playing just walking around and seeing the facilities yeah. you're no. like this is crazy i mean they had like you know a training a trainer tent and like it just yeah. i had yeah. never seen yeah. it it was like the first like legitimization if i don't know if that's a word yeah. Right. Yeah. it's okay yeah. but <laughs> of ultimate where it's like there's enough people playing and enough resources that you can have a tournament like this and have it be like somewhat somewhat comparable to like tournaments in other sports mm-hmm. yes. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and then from like that did you feel like your high school team like what was like the difference of like you had like um your ycc team versus your high school team mm-hmm. like how did that compare and like did you just like love playing ycc or like was your high school team like at the same caliber like did you like like one over the other for some other aspects i mean they're they're kind of different in the fact that what you get out of high school season is like nine months with the same team the same group of people and i think like that says that it's just like a different experience obviously the level of play was higher for ycc Uh, i wouldn't say like berkeley is necessarily comparable to the ycc teams in terms of level of play Mm -hmm. but it's it's a lot different when you play like three or four tournaments together versus training the summer just for one. Yeah. Um, so like, yeah, I would say Berkeley in itself was more of a, like if I had to choose one to only do, it would definitely be high school just because I think there's a lot, lot of value in playing with the same group of people for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But in terms of like, which tournament was I actually most excited for every year? It was definitely YCC. Okay. Just because it's like you're playing different teams. It's it's not like you're playing the same people over and over again. Mm-hmm. And I think again, like there's there's something exciting about going to a tournament and not really knowing what you're expecting, and just playing random teams and just kind of going through. Okay, I gotcha. And so what uh, what was the name of your YCC team? So so the U17 team was AfterShock. Mm. I played that after freshman year and sophomore year. And then the U20 team, or U19, it changed, like, while I was there, but um, is Red Dawn. Okay, yeah. gotcha. And did you, throughout your high school experience, have any leadership roles or anything on the team that you played? Yeah, so I was, I captained the freshman team. So our school is, like, the only team with the freshman team. <laughs> okay. Um, and it started my freshman year. So okay. we were really lucky. It was actually so much fun to just be with a group of freshmen who have no idea. Like, we just, <laughs> our, our coach, like, he was perfect because like he focused on focused on fundamentals but also was just a goofball himself so like you know we would just like yell at him and he'd yell at us in like a very friendly way it was just a lot of fun um and honestly like that was my group of friends like there's a certain subset that like we still talk and those were my main friends through high school so i captained that team then i captained aftershock the following year Uh, so after soft after sophomore year i captained aftershock um then i captained Berkeley, the varsity team, not the freshman team, uh, okay. yeah, yeah. junior year, and was on leadership for Red Dawn, and then I captained Red Dawn my senior year. Okay. I think. So yeah. you got some experience. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like Just a little bit. Just a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I mean, here and there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And in high school, how did it differ being a player who like brings a really wide range of skills and then playing as a captain? I mean, it's interesting. I feel like at high school level, it's not the same. Like, to captain a high school team is a lot different than to captain a college team in that, mm. like, you're not really the center of all the decisions. Mm. Like, you're a lot of captaining a high school team is lead by example. 
Mm. Um, so like freshman year, obviously, like they didn't really expect much of the captains. I, I captained with my friend Seth. Yeah, and um, like the extent of our captainship was like we texted the group chat when our coach was gonna be fifteen minutes late for practice, and we led warmups. Like, oh, okay. like honestly, we really didn't do like, and maybe flipped the disc at the beginning of games. But besides that, all the all the like actual leadership came from. Um, came from the coach mm. so really I think the difference between playing on that team and playing on a team where I was just a player is like during practice you know whatever like trying not to goof off more than I you know <laughs> should or, yeah. um, I think that kind of changed definitely junior year and definitely especially my last year on Red Dawn um, like on Red Dawn our coach like we all sat down the captains and the two coaches um, we like talked about cuts we talked about systems we talked about like really everything that you kind of need to be worrying about from a leadership point of view um so I think I got like I got to like have input on you know who makes the team and I think that that's kind of like a behind the scenes difference obviously between playing like you're you're not making cuts on the field with everybody else but um like on a captain on the as a captain on those teams playing again on the field it's just more like lead by example but then also like being able to give tips it's mm -hmm. like being like you know just just a friendly reminder that that's not our dump set we you know go up line and come back or whatever mm -hmm. um and kind of getting that experience um as a player and a captain is was different for sure mm -hmm. and then so were you primarily a handler in high school or a cutter or what was your i yeah basically i've always been a handler yeah. um okay I think it's because I, especially like on the freshman team, it's really anyone who can throw is a handler. Mm -hmm. And just because I had been throwing since I was eight, um, gave me a huge advantage in being a handler, like a, yeah. in the handle position. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and then just coming out of there, like, because I had the handler experience, it's, it's what I stuck, stuck with for, yeah. for the rest of high school. Mm -hmm. Did you ever wish you were a cutter? <laughs> or did you just like, oh no, they are do so much running. Like, uh, I, this is fine. <laughs> no, I mean, I think it's cutting is fun. Like I, I enjoy when I'm, you know, get out of the handler set yeah. and into the cutting space. Mm -hmm. um, but I think, I think my favorite, some of the favorite parts of Ultimate is like the strategy behind like where you're throwing and why you're throwing and what mm -hmm. throw you, you choose to throw. Um, and you just don't get that aspect as much as a cutter. Mm -hmm. Like I, it's like this decision making that's really fun as well as running around and getting the disc. Yeah. So, yeah, I'd, I I would cut you know a couple points here and there for a, for a given line, but for the most part, just handling. Mm -hmm. gotcha. yeah. Okay, so then all of high school, you're going on these YCC teams and uh, your like high school team and everything like that, and then college is coming up. Did you? have your eyes on any other schools or was it always kind of UCLA and did you take Frisbee into account or was that just kind of like an added plus that some of the schools that you had had good Frisbee teams? Um, I would say for the most part I didn't apply to any schools with like aggressively bad Frisbee teams. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, at the end it came down between UCLA and Northwestern. Okay. Or Northeastern, sorry. Um, they're so similar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, no, I mean, UCLA honestly wasn't what, like, I wanted to get out of California. So oh, okay. it, I really honestly wasn't considering UCLA oh. until until the very end, in which it was, like, a, a choice between paying $70,000 a year and staying in state. In which yeah. case, like, yeah. I, I think it's pretty clear that 
getting out of this getting out of the state is not as important as having money once I'm out of college. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I gotcha. Um so it definitely was a factor. Um I would say it was more of a factor of when I was applying than once I got in places. Like there I I was like almost considering slow just because of frisbee, mm, but yeah. but UCLA was the right choice for me for sure. Mm-hmm. I gotcha. I have a big question. Did mm-hmm. you apply or even considered going to Carleton? I Yes, I considered it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I definitely considered it. And I, I think I kept, I, I visited, and I kept trying to convince myself that I would be happy there. Mm. I kept being like, you know, like, yeah, I want to see snow. I'm fine with, like, <laughs> you know, negative 60 degrees. Yeah. I, snow's cool. I'll be <laughs> yeah. fine. Yeah. And, you know, corn is cool, too, I guess. <laughs> if I ever need to go on a run, get some corn. Get some yes. Corn. Yeah, um, sure. So I think I even started the application. Mm-hmm. And then I was just like, even if I get in, I'm not gonna want to go. Yeah. Um, like I, I, I like, I like a city kind of feel. Mm-hmm. Not saying, yeah. So. <laughs> not yeah. saying Minnesota doesn't have yeah. a city type of feel. Um, I also applied to McAllister, which is also in Minnesota, mm-hmm. and I think, yeah, no, I mean, there's their frisbee team isn't as good, but um, I would have been more happy in in Minneapolis than outside of Minneapolis. Yes. Um, that's, that's that on that. Yeah. Interesting. I like it. What was your first ever impression of Smog? Like, what was the atmosphere like? What did you, did you meet the guys and you were like, these guys are crazy? Or were you like, <laughs> I'm so excited? Like, what, what did you think? So, my first experience of Smog was, I think, throwing with Encore and Maverick. Mm. Yes! Um, yes, yeah, So, yeah, yeah. I came down and visited sometime in April. Um, and Denali put me in touch with Encore, or maybe it was Sheriff. One of them put me in touch with Encore. And he was like, yeah, come throw this night, and then the next night we have practice. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was throwing with them, too, on the IMs. And it was just like, you know, like throwing. It wasn't anything special, nothing nothing terrible. It was, yeah. it was fun. Like, uh, um, But we talked for a little bit afterwards, and Encore is, you know, he's Great. he's a very nice and talkative <laughs> and social person. So, oh, for sure. Um, it was really nice to just, like, I don't know, it was a very warm welcome. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and then the next night, there was practice. And it was it was either the weekend before nationals, or not nationals, uh, re- regionals. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think regionals, yeah. yeah. The weekend before regionals, or two weekends before regionals. So um, I remember Oren and Tim were there. Um, <laughs> and they were like, yeah, you can, like, you know, hop in on a few drills, but, like, you know, we really, we really just need to be focusing on... Um, preparing mm-hmm. so like we don't really we can't, don't really have time to teach you the system like we don't really have the time to slow down for someone else which totally makes sense yeah, yeah. but um, I did some of their their like pre pre-practice drills or pre pre drills drills I don't even know yeah, but like, yeah, like yeah. just, just throwing the like yeah. uh, we did I forget what we call it but um, just like flowing with throws mm-hmm. yeah, yeah it was fun yeah. Um, but I don't know, I mean, the, the atmosphere was very much like we are preparing for yeah. regionals. And I kind of like like that, like uh, when there's something coming up, you know, you should be working hard towards yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like, you know, they would play really hard for a point and then they would, Tim and O would talk about it and then they'd go about go back out and run a different play. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I think it, honestly, the first impression was more focused than anything else just because it was right before a tournament. Um, but no, there, there definitely was like some aspects of that, you know, crazy uh, yeah. kind of, not crazy, but like, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. They're goofy. Uh, goofy, yeah. 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 That like, 
the the stretching circle and everyone's like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the second time swearing on the podcast. I really hope that's okay. <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll try and keep it under five. Yeah, yeah. keeping tally. So yeah. at the end, uh, you're going to have to like do that many push-ups, you know, as you... What, one per swear word? No, it's like a hundred per swear word. Uh, okay. Oh, we didn't tell you before? <laughs> no, okay. So I'm at 200 push-ups. Yeah. <laughs> so, so is that still sorry. recorded too? Like when I do them, do you... Do they, yes, okay. that's... Yes. So there might be will. like an extra like 20 minutes on the end of this podcast. Well, that's why we're so jacked. Yeah. yeah. Because we push all the time on this podcast. Yes. At the end of it, behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. We Just keep push-ups. Other, yeah. Push-ups. We keep each other accountable. Of course, yeah. And um, I mean, like sometimes you, you, you do swear it happens and... And you get held accountable. Yes, and exactly. You, and you get jacked. It's, it's, a, it's a win-win situation. <laughs> it's a win-win. Yeah. And then sometimes I'm like, oh, I'm like really not feeling it. I keep it clean. I really keep like my mental game on so I don't curse. Right. But and other times you're just like ass. <laughs> Honestly, that's the worst swear word. I know. I didn't that should be 150 push-ups. That was awful. I didn't want to go like too aggressive. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like, Fuck. But I did. Then ass just came out of yeah. Know and it's sometimes like it's like what the context is. It's like okay, like oh, go to hell. Yeah. Like, that is just like that's awful. Yeah. Never say that. No. I would be doing 200 push-ups for that. There I mean, go. yeah. I think you kind of you did say. Yeah, it. you did say. Don't. It. <laughs> I think collectively we're at somewhere around 700 push-ups. Yes. Holding uh, each other accountable. Yeah. Uh, and that's like just a team. Yeah. A team. Podcast is a team. Podcast is a team. Yeah. UCLA mm-hmm. Ultimate Frisbee, the program. It's just yeah. all about accountability. accountability. And I mean getting swole. Like, and getting swole. <laughs> exactly. exactly. <laughs> that's why we are so jacked when you see us. When, whenever we make semis, we're just going to pull up on the sideline and flex yeah. for the cameras. <laughs> we're not even going to play the game. Just yeah. Yeah. an and hour and 30 minutes of flexing. Exactly. And exactly. I know you said like Berkeley High, it wasn't a big thing. Like, oh, here's the Frisbee team. Like, oh, step aside. At UCLA, they do do that they for do us. Do that. They yes. do do that. <laughs> they see us coming. They're like, oh my gosh. It, there are like, it's scary how jacked we no, are. Even I mean, the, yeah. No, go ahead. <laughs> no, I was going to say even the basketball players. Yes. Yeah. The D1 men's basketball team mm-hmm. will get out of my way. Yeah. yeah. Because I'm women's ultimate frisbee. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, they just see, like, we got blue backpacks this year. They just see yes! the blue backpack and they're like, it's a real sport. Yes. That's how you know. That's how you know the blue yeah. backpack. Before they were like, do they just go to the gym a lot? Yeah. 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 They're like, what are you guys like? Bodybuilders. Yeah, like, what does ultimate even? Why does your backpack say ultimate? ultimate. Like, I'm like you ultimate guys, what? like obviously look ultimate, yeah. <laughs> like gorgeous, gorgeous. But like, what is the context for this? How did we get there? And now no there's context. Yeah, exactly. and I think that was probably like the biggest thing, right? Like you That's saw Encore and like Maverick, and they were huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah and walking back from the IMs, like we had a ten foot radius. No oh. one came near us. Oh yeah. That's uh, what I would think. That's, that's crazy. Good. That's crazy. Okay, mm-hmm. so this is like such, this is so exciting. So you get to UCLA, and then you have your best friend here. You, so did yeah, you Yeah, are you guys friends? You can tell us, like, before, after, yeah. like, what? Luca won't listen Yeah, to Luca will not. Oh. He probably won't listen. Yeah. yeah. You probably, you know him best. Would he listen? He, he wouldn't. Yeah, exactly! <laughs> so you can say whatever you feel. Yeah. He's definitely okay. my least favorite roommate. That's what I thought. I mean, 
Yeah. Wow. We, we talked about getting into the drama and the feelings. Like, yes. yes. We need no. to unpack this. <laughs> I know. This is we it. are this here is for fun. you. Yeah. No, I mean, <laughs> the dance moves. Like, I just, I want to eat my dinner in peace. I don't yes. want someone, like, doing the wave during dinner. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's awful. That is awful. Oh, man. That's crazy. Yeah. Okay, so you have your least favorite person coming to UCLA <laughs> <Yeah>. with you. <laughs> Did you think about transferring what was going on there? But, really, so you played with Luca in high school? Did yeah. you guys go to the same high school? Okay. So... Um, he he played at Willard, our rival high okay. school, and I just want to say that we beat them in eighth grade finals. I States, we I were the state that. champions. He wasn't. So oh, like, I love that. That's that's just that's worth putting. That's on, on record. Yeah, that's yeah. what that I'm is saying. on record. People are going to know. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, so we played on the freshman team together, and okay. he was part of like that small group of like, you know, ten or whatever players who like we we bonded pretty closely through you. that team, mm-hmm. and like, that was the core of, kind of the Berkeley team for the next like three years. Um, so we all we hung out and like played the same frisbee teams. We he didn't play aftershock the first year, so he only played three years of YCC. So okay. I played with him obviously for the last three. Yeah. Um, and he was cool. No. <laughs> <laughs> he was, he was like, oh, okay. No, I mean like honestly we didn't get that close until we both knew we were going to UCLA. Okay. Gotcha. Um, gotcha. Like we were both in the same friend group and we spent time together and he was cool and like it's not like like we talked and mm-hmm. we had conversations and that was really the extent of our friendship um yeah but i think like once he he knew he and no geo dude mm-hmm. no um yeah. they knew they were going to ucla before i knew because oh, i okay. i appealed for more financial aid mm-hmm. so i like you know gotcha. waited to the last minute yeah. no but um so like it, it the the months of deciding before deciding what college was a bunch of like so UCLA, UCLA, like, yeah. are you coming? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, eventually, like, I decided yes, and like, you know, whatever. We we started talking about UCLA, and I think we got pretty close through that. And through the summer, like, the the Red Dawn team, it's a lot of commuting because the practices were like forty minutes away. Oh wow. Okay. So and all of the Berkeley kids would like we'd rearrange our carpooling, so we'd, we'd get, you know, to spend a good like hour and twenty minutes for every practice, together in a car, and you know, just talking to him more about life and Mm -hmm. everything and you know uh, having going to the same college is pretty strong thing to have in common with someone (laughs) for sure (laughs) so yeah I I think we became closer and we obviously didn't room together freshman year which honestly was really nice because could meet new people like um but then now we're rooming together now (laughs) yeah Yeah, no I, I think definitely it's it's the UCLA experience that has gotten us pretty close I gotcha yeah so coming in as freshmen, like you're the freshman again, right? You're kind of like the rookie. How was that? Knowing that you have literally been playing since you were like eight years old, but being yeah. that like rookie, <laughs> like you staff, are, you know, uh, yeah, have so much experience yeah. under your belt, and like are, uh, you know, like you're coming in, you could be better than all, like some of the, you know, returners on the team. Yeah. How is that dynamic? Yeah. Well, um, so. The first, the first practice or the first tryout, um, there's this one guy. So, Sh- so Sheriff walks up to me and says, "You see the guy with the fury here? Don't listen to a thing he says." <laughs> um, I don't like. I don't. I think he was a grad student. He plays battery. Okay. Um, uh huh. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if he listens to this podcast. No, but probably not. <laughs> Most we have a lot of high schoolers on this podcast. Really? Yes. We like do. that's the major. Do you have like a full like demographic breakdown? Yeah. We do. That's really cool. Yeah. Yes. They I give love us that for you. on Spotify. They give us stats. 
And it has like age and it yeah. has age, gender, gender cool. where they're living. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we know where you're living. <laughs> um, street address. Social yes. security number too. Yeah, probably. Exactly. credit card. We will be using that. That's yeah. like a new feature. New so. feature. On I'm excited to use that. Exactly. Yeah. You know, a lot of high schoolers. So I feel like it's like. You weren't in high school so long ago, so I feel like it's valuable hearing like your side of the story, having played, sure. coming into your Yeah, so, so as I was saying, I, yeah. Sheriff told me, like, you know, don't listen to a, a thing this guy says. So we're doing, we're doing some free throwing where, like, you know, we're running around in circles. And, um, like, I, I throw it, I throw it to someone, and then, like, I ask for it back. And, like, he looks at me and he's like, oh, this kid's done a give-and-go before, huh? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, like, I feel like he was the first person to notice that I've played before. I mean, yeah. obviously the people who knew me coming in like sheriff and yeah encore um and i think like it the biggest thing was like the systems were a little bit different so like mm. you know we would we would go into scrimmaging and i'd run something that i'd played it on a different team and it'd be different so like yeah. the communication was off but like yeah. um it wasn't it was clear that it was like trying to do something else so i think it right away it wasn't like oh my god he's played before like you know yeah um but i think kind of as we scrimmaged more it, like i got to like handle more and i got to like you know be handle with some of the smog players and it was fun and um kind of i think the 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 biggest difference was like it, i got to like develop chemistry with like certain players like yeah they'd be like you know oh let's let's handle together let's see how this goes mm-hmm. um so kind of like feeling out people's play styles um, and like them feeling out my play style, I think is like the, the only slight difference. The, it's just like they know that they kind of want to like, you know, try play styles and see like, ch- basically just checking out how you play. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And um, yeah. that yeah. was nice. But I, like, I don't think it was like some like, oh my God, this guy's played Frisbee before, like, you know, oh, hey, oh, whatever. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It, it, like, it's not that different, if that makes yeah. sense. Like, it's yeah. just like, I don't have to, I didn't have to like, try like it it's not like i was learning first deck for the first time yeah, so, that's all sure. i'm saying yeah um, yes yeah that's yeah i gotcha i gotcha and like when how would you describe your handling style <laughs> <laughs> um that's a great question i mean i think all throughout high school i was a very very conservative hand handler okay in in the sense that like um i so on on I applied for the U twenty World team, mm-hmm. and on the application it says like, "What's your biggest biggest weakness?" And I called my coach and I was like, um, "Like, hey, can we talk this out? Like, uh, you have to show like three bis- biggest strengths and three biggest weaknesses yeah, or something like okay. that." And I called him. I was like, "You know, like, I'm a little bit stuck. Like, I I want to come up with something pretty honest." Yeah. And um, so he was like, "You know, what do you think?" And I like shot him a couple ideas, and he was like, "Yeah, yeah." Um, the one thing I would say is like, you don't really, you don't really take chances that you can't take. Mm. Um, like you don't put up hucks that you, you, I, I know you can hit. You don't put up break those I know you can hit. Um, and really that's kind of limiting your game a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I would say through, throughout high school, definitely I would describe myself as a conservative handler. Um, then coming into college and I think like the, la- the last year of YCC and coming into college, like. I was like, I kind of like took that, took that uh, piece of feedback, and I like I hucked it a lot mm-hmm. um, yeah. through through like the trial season, you know, the first couple of weeks of fall mm-hmm. quarter. Um, so like I was like aggressively like taking any shot that was like relatively there, just so that I could like start practicing like 
you know, it, timing is different mm-hmm. in college, yeah. whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, so throughout fall, I was like that, that one handler who like turns it on maybe like 50% of their hooks or 70% of their hooks, or not 70, but like, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that, that one player who's like, they have the disc in their hands. You're like, oh, please don't huck at this time, please. <laughs> and then you do it. And then you do it because yeah. you hear them say, no. Yeah. No, yeah, no. You go, okay, I'll you do go, it. You go, okay, you don't think I can hit this? I'm going to do Watch it. Watch me. Yeah. Yeah. I knew I was I was doing what I was trying to do when I would hear chili, 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 chili. <laughs> every time I had the disc. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. No, but uh, so like, and I think now I would say I try and find a really good balance between that. So. Mm-hmm. I would still consider myself pretty conservative. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, like, I would average maybe one or two hucks a game. Mm-hmm. Um, Interesting. In the sense that, like, I think possession is kind of my biggest priority. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That's yeah. That. And yeah, just like, what do you, and then, like, you know, what are, I would, I don't know how to say this, but, like, what are your strengths or what do you think that, like, you do well in the handler position? Yeah, I mean, we talked a little bit about. Yeah. Uh, decision making earlier Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that is probably one of my biggest strengths Um, yeah I don't really know what to say besides (laughs) that like uh, uh, break throws and like basically having the throws to make the right decisions I think is definitely um, kind of like the the, the strategic wow strategic aspect of it in terms of like where you're cutting like what's going to be open um, seeing cuts develop seeing like you know, two cuts in a, you know, like, uh, I'll throw it to this person under and they'll throw it deep, or like, I'll break this throw and then I can see that there's another cut on the other side. Like, yeah. that kind of seeing the field, knowing the game, I think is kind of my biggest strength, if yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, that, that okay. makes sense. Cool. I think from like watching you play, I kind of never really pegged you as a big hucker just because I always thought that you would way prefer be as like, your decision making is really good just being able because you have the ability to work it down the field mm-hmm. work it with your other handlers really well yeah and like you know you can do that and that's mm-hmm. something in your control so why would you just kind of like unless there's like a really good opportunity yeah i mean and that's why i would say like i would say one to two hucks for a handler is probably pretty low on average yeah yeah um I, it's it's my coach this the same ycc coach she's an amazing coach um yeah. johnny orberg for anyone who knows him yeah uh, <laughs> um he he says that like uh, a team's offense should consist of like 50 percent deep hucks or deep throws and 50 percent working it mm-hmm. just so that the defense like if your team hucks it every time they're gonna front or back your people yeah if if you work it down every time they're gonna they're gonna front you yeah mm-hmm. um so like even if we were able to work it down every time it wouldn't be the right move just because eventually they'll clam and we'll be stuck yeah um but yeah no i mean i would agree like i do prefer to work it like yeah it was just fun mm-hmm. i mean hucking is also fun like, no, <laughs> no one's gonna really say fun. hucking's not fun no but <laughs> but uh yeah no I, I think if there was if there was like a scale i would definitely lean towards possession handler than yeah than aggressive handler 100 percent. that's super safe so Unfortunately, freshman year was cut short. 
But did you, so now congrats on Captain. Thank you. Know, you. little salute right there. You got Captain Smog over here. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> you're like, I don't. Yeah. Uh, you're like, but I'm Captain, so I don't know. But like, you know, there's like, but no, at, no. at ease. At ease. <laughs> at ease. There you go. Perfect. I go, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Now I don't need a whoo. Gotta relax. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Prepare for those uh, 200 push-ups. <laughs> exactly. So you're with Sheriff and Sherlock. Yes. Are you the co-captain? Yeah. yeah compared to your freshman year like do you did you feel comfortable voicing your opinions when you were a freshman or did you feel like you kind of had to have that title or how do you stand now um i definitely felt like especially towards the end of the season the ability to like voice opinions um i would me me and zerk um would also like some t- and a couple other people, not just the captains from last year, would meet and like talk practice plans and talk mm. strategy a little bit. Yeah. Um, so definitely felt the ability to voice opinions there. Um, and yeah, or like sometimes we would do throwing and they'd ask, uh, there, there'd be a couple of people like walking around and giving throwing tips, mm-hmm. um, you know, whatever, work on form, edge, that kind of thing. Um, so like definitely felt, yeah, felt the ability to talk. And yeah. then I think being a captain, it definitely amplifies your voice a little bit. Um, but I think the biggest thing about it is being able to consistently have those strategy talks, have those practice plan talks. Um, yeah. I think, like, obviously practice is the biggest part about becoming a good team. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know, I find practice planning really fun. I find strategy really fun. <laughs> like, we're working on all that now just so that we can get out of the way, or at least the strategy part. Um, so yeah, I think I think that's the biggest difference about like captain versus not captain is like really having that direct line to the to the coaches um, and other captains about really just planning everything out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have like a an interesting question. I don't know what you're like gonna go for in this question, but like if you like, what's your strategy when like it's a you know, tie game, and you got that. Um, now I'm forgetting what it, what it, I haven't played Frisbee in so long. When it's like, universe. universe. I was like, what am I trying to say here when it's tied up? Uh Uh-huh, give me a break, Ryder. Gosh, I haven't played this game in so long. Just get me back out on the field. Um, yeah, so when it's universe point, and you got the line on, like, Mm -hmm. What do you look for in a line? Like who? Like if you could, if you could be the coach and putting people on the line, and obviously, like it depends on like O and D. But does it depend on O and D? And what what do you look for in a universe line? I mean, I, th- I would say it definitely depends on O and D. Yeah. Um, I think it, it's really funny. I mean, UltiWorld has just come out with like a, uh, I think two articles about line calling. So I <laughs> yeah. might be I might be slightly influenced by the article. <laughs> but I don't know. I mean, I think definitely handlers like who you have handling matters the most because you need to find like like d handlers and o handlers have different uh more attributes yeah that, yeah that's, that's mm-hmm. for sure um, <laughs> yeah shout out english major chef i'm not an english major uh, <laughs> yeah could never yeah. do what he does oh my god he is just uh, <laughs> um uh. yeah so words are tough anyway yeah. attributes um so like i think Possession matters more on O-line because, like, if you can just hold it and score, that's ideal. Mm-hmm. And on D-line, you need you need handlers who can handle, but also, like, being able to play D is... The, you don't score the point if you don't get the D. Mm-hmm. So I think, yep. like, definitely take take someone 
who is more specialized in defense mm-hmm. for D1. Um, but, like, I would say it's not really that different than any other line in the sense, mm-hmm. or any other important line in the sense, like, you still want, you know, three handlers who are capable of doing what you're asking them to do, four cutters as well. Uh, the only thing is, like, some players, you'll see some players maybe play differently on, on universe in the sense that, like, whatever, they get in their head, they're like, you know, I need to, I need to get this throw, and they'll yeah. put something up that they normally wouldn't put up, yeah. and just kind of, you know, slightly avoiding those players when calling lines. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't think, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's that. Okay, I'm going to bring up, uh, I don't know if we're changing topics right now, unless you're done with, you know, college and do, stuff, yeah, do, but you do. did bring up Ulti World. Ulti World. And I want to, there's a lot of differing opinions about Ulti World, and I want to see what your opinion on it yeah. is. Like, yeah. do you... Like, yeah, do you read these articles and be like, wow, that's, like, really good insight that they have? Or you're like, okay, they're like, okay, you have a very piped opinion, or this is, like, overkill, or what's your take on Alti World? I mean, I feel like they have a really interesting job because they're, they're like, trying to make, you know, some sort of ultimate journalism I mean, that's exactly what they are. Yeah. <laughs> they are trying to do what they are. Yes, yeah. I, that was very eloquent. But no. um, like, I think there's there's definitely a push to make ultimate more mainstream. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think they're doing a really good job of that goal, mm-hmm. in the sense that like, you you read other sports articles and it's like, I I, I mean I think the biggest debate is like whether you can call out a star and like you know you'll read you'll read tournament recaps in it'll call out a couple players. And I think a lot of people have a problem with that where it's like, Ultimate's a very team-centered game. It's mm-hmm. a team-centered game, so it's not really fair to call out certain um, individual players. But, um, yeah, so in terms of tournament recaps, like I feel like they do a good job of producing really readable recaps. Like, they're interesting to read. Like, you'll, you'll all read recaps for teams I have no idea, for like East Coast club tournaments that like, I. You know, won't necessarily know the players, but it's kind of fun to read, and I think that's that's respectable. And if if people do want a more team-centered approach, I think that's also valid too. Like mm-hmm. I, I honestly, I that's one of the things I love about the game most. It is a very team-centered game. Like it doesn't really matter if you have like one player, if there's one really good player, if there's no receivers, you're not going to go anywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but in terms of like all their all their strategy, like the non-tournament recap stuff, I think it's really cool. Like uh, mm-hmm. I'll check Ulti World probably, well, especially especially during quarantine. I checked it like three times a day for an article just <laughs> because I was, <laughs> or like the the first couple months of quarantine we're still in quarantine. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the the first couple months I would check it like I swear three times a day just because I was like, give me something ultimate related, you know, <laughs> yeah. anything, and I would read everything. Um, I heard a rumor. In, I don't know if this is true that you would read articles from like 2007 like you were a fiend for ultimate just love it so much you would read articles from a really long time ago I don't think that's true um, I would say Tekron my roommate yeah. um, he knows more about like history of ultimate than I do mm-hmm. so I honestly didn't really get into reading Ulti World until probably senior year of high school okay. yeah. or maybe junior year um, like it I didn't even know what the college championships were until like junior or sophomore year, um, so I really don't know that much like pre, two thousand sixteen. I got you. Yeah. But I, got you. I mean, I have read a couple opinion pieces from two thousand seven. If like there's a certain like 
whatever, sometimes like, you know, there'll be a, a gender equity debate and ultimately we'll, we'll have written an article from 2005 or 2000, you. whenever. And I'll definitely read that just yeah. to like see what was thought of back then. Mm-hmm. I gotcha. Interesting, yeah. interesting. Okay, so, you know, in a couple of years or like, you know, Whenever you know we get out of quarantine, COVID stops. A or, years. Oh, okay, no, yeah. I was thinking. No, I'm not. Those are two independent things okay. going through my head. I'm thinking about your future. Whenever your future is gonna hit, of like club and pro. Okay. Do you have a preference? Are you gonna go one route or the other? Do you want to go both routes? Do you hate club? Love pro? Do you hate pro? Love club? Mm-hmm. Um, What's the take? I would say for the most part, like if, if I had to quantify it, hate pro love club. Okay. Um, I think the game is just, sli- I mean, it's like slightly different mm-hmm. for sure. Like, you know, yeah. Field size, double team. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't really have an interest in trying out for any pro teams now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and I think there's definitely history to that. Like it's not just which game is better. Like a AUDL has a history um, that isn't, necessarily supportable or like very supportable at all yeah mm-hmm. um and i don't know i mean it's interesting because i feel like i think like the ideal situation is the club kind of the club aspect of ultimate becomes more mainstream so like i don't know whether the the triple crown tour is necessarily like if you can make that mainstream but um like i i think it's not really good to have two competing things like it doesn't really make sense to have like a club divisions and pro division mm-hmm. so like i'm really conflicted on, just on any pro leagues at all just because like i feel like they just shouldn't exist if mm-hmm. that makes sense like, it, mm-hmm. it, but the model might make more sense in terms of making a pro league like if yeah. club was playing one game every weekend it might get more attention mm-hmm. um yeah i think that's I like it. I like the answer. Would you ever, just kind of like college, would you ever purposely move to a city where you know there's going to be a really good club team? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, it's the same thing with choosing colleges. Like, Ultimate is a big part of making me happy. And <laughs> yeah. um, absolutely will not look for jobs in cities without Ultimate. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Any favorite club teams? I mean, gotta shout out Fury and Revolver mm-hmm. and Mischief, Polar Bears, Blackbird. Those are like, you know, the, the Bay Area teams. Gotcha. <laughs> um, and then gotta, gotta hate the Seattle teams for a second. Mm-hmm. So sure. Riot and Sockeye mm-hmm. and yeah. uh, yeah. Mixtape. <laughs> Although, okay, but to be fair, like I do really like Seattle as a city. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I, it's, it's not You're like torn. I, yeah. it's not like I haven't imagined yep. <laughs> getting a job in Seattle and playing for one of those teams. <laughs> Yeah. But until until I moved to Seattle, mm. yeah, um, oh my God. yeah, mm-hmm. I've I've always liked Molly Brown. I don't really know why. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just yeah. Molly Brown's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But for the most part, it's just the Bay Area teams. Mm-hmm. I gotcha. So, do you think you're gonna go back up to the Bay? Um, I mean, no. You still got a lot of college left. <laughs> I do also, have a lot of college. You don't have to think about this, but <laughs> yeah, no. I, <laughs> just because we're thinking about it, <laughs> yeah. that does not mean. Yeah, seniors, that's exciting. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but definitely, definitely, if I go back, like for the summers now, I'll be trying out for those teams. Okay. Um, in the future, I really don't want to. Like I, at least for a while, like I really love the Bay, but yeah. I want to explore 
until like until I actually settle down. So I probably won't necessarily look for a job in the Bay. Um, okay. So yeah, but in terms of what what ultimate team I'll be playing for, who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Okay, got you. Yeah. And then so if like, have you thought about playing like, or if all the like we didn't have COVID or anything like this summer, would you have tried out for a club team like where you would have been? Yeah. So. Um, I filled out a couple of interest forms. I, Luca and Sheriff as well. We all we all tried out or did the starts of tryouts for Revolver, mm-hmm. which was like it was all virtual. Um, it was actually really fun because uh, Malika, the coach, um, held virtual workouts every Saturday at ten, nice. um, and did it through nat- through when nationals would have been. <laughs> yeah. Um, so like last weekend was the last weekend, but we we had like a workout with some Revolver guys every every couple every weekend which mm-hmm. is really fun mm-hmm. um yeah and then i also i also filled out the interest forms for mischief and i like, texted the polar bros coach who or captain who coaches berkeley mm-hmm. oh, okay or yeah i think might not be a captain but anyway um and then yeah yeah so those i was interested in trying out for those four teams and then if hadn't made any of them would have played like the next level down so like Gorilla or mm-hmm. uh, yeah, one of those teams. I got you. Very cool. Okay. I mean, I just you know wrapping it up. We're in you know quarantine, COVID era. How have you been staying positive and like with your workouts and keep yourself motivated during this time that you can inspire, not inspire, but you know, you can talk to these high schoolers who are like you know, <laughs> it's a sad time, but. Like, have you found, like, the the silver lining in it? I mean, I think there's something to be said about those, those people who are, like, throwing and doing workouts and there's people who aren't. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you are getting out there and doing workouts and throwing, like, getting, like, there's going to be a bunch of people who come back with really good throws. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you are doing that, you are going to, like, shine when you get back on the field because mm-hmm. there's going to be, you're just going to be compared to people yes. who, who haven't thrown for a year or, or yeah. whenever we get yeah. back. Um. So I think that kind of motivates me is it's like doing pod workouts, doing these workouts. It's, I don't have to like start from zero when I get back out yeah. on the field and I actually play on a team. Like it's, it'll be, I'll feel, I mean, obviously it's not ultimate, so it's not perfect, but like, I'll feel like my throws aren't rusty and that my legs can move, which is <laughs> ideal. Mm-hmm. Yes. I, I honestly didn't do workouts for like the first month or two. And then like getting back out there like it was tough running and it was tough like the edge holding edge on discs and yeah mm-hmm. but it it felt really good once i was back out there so if you haven't gotten back out there kids high schoolers <laughs> it's, kids, it's yeah. gonna feel really good when you do and you should keep up with it yeah. <laughs> i love it it's the inspiration exactly. gotta be inspiration gotta be ready for college uh, tryouts yeah yeah and i have one last question mm-hmm. i'm so sorry if you get this all the time <laughs> but it was one of the most requested questions and wow. i was like no i'm not gonna ask him but the <laughs> fans what they want i don't even know she's what this question know. is gonna know. be i'm so excited how come she knows all the re- requested questions and you don't <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> okay this is a co-podcast Podcast. Yeah. we yes. are co-potters okay. yes one co-potters. is not better than the other I'm, we are I'm, I'm sorry, but I just had to try and flip the drama back on to you. nervous. <laughs> you, guys, you guys came after me, so, you know, I had to come after you. Okay, okay. 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 I'm, I'm ready for the question. I'm ready for the question. I'll wait. When did the shirt in the mouth mm. become a thing? Whoa! Okay. 
Um, yeah, so this... The <laughs> I mean, if you want the full the full story... I would love the full story. Right. Right. I overheard one of your games is being filmed. Yeah. And one of the commentators was like, that kid has a shirt in his mouth. Yeah. And that kind of became your start yeah. of this, like, ultimate Frisbee fame. Yeah, so it, it started as, like, a stress thing. So mm-hmm. um, when I was five or whatever... I would like chew my shirts like to the point where like it was like wet <laughs> yeah. and yeah. Yeah, 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 and yeah, wrinkly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um yeah, so that was definitely a peak of my childhood, walking around with collars soaked in soaked in yeah. spit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had a friend like that. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah, so we know the type. We know the type. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Yeah. Um for all for all of those types out there, you will still be buying your shirt <laughs> ten years later. It's <laughs> <laughs> It's not a habit you can break. No. This is we we had inspiration earlier. This is this is the dark part of the podcast. <laughs> had to balance. Um, yes. No, and I like I think because it was a stress thing, it became calming in like mm. a weird way. Um, so yeah, I mean, it, I don't even know. It wasn't like some game. I was like, I'll put my jersey in my mouth. Yeah, and yeah, it was just happened. like all of a sudden, it was I would there. play, <laughs> and like yeah, it was it was there, and someone's like, you just. You just played that that entire point with your your jersey in your mouth, and I'd be like, "Did I? I'm pretty sure my jersey was around." Yeah. Um. Yeah. No, and I think, like, whenever I do it, it doesn't necessarily mean I'm stressed anymore. Like, it's not like I only do it on universe points. Not like I only do it on the first point of the game. It's just like somehow calming in a way. Yeah. But like, I I don't know when I do it. So like I, if someone if I came off a point and someone asked me like did you have your jersey in your mouth I wouldn't know. You have no. Idea. And like if I had my jersey in my mouth and someone yeah. said like when did you put it in I wouldn't know. Mm-hmm. So like sometimes I'll do it like I, I've seen the, like myself play on film a couple times. Sometimes I'll do it like before picking up a disc. Sometimes I'll do it right before making a cut. Yeah. Like it, it's it's random, but I don't know. That's super interesting. Yeah. I so don't... yeah, I guess your breathing isn't like affected or anything at all because then it would be like you would drop it or something. <laughs> yeah. I mean yeah. I I don't know. I mean like. Let's see. Yeah, yeah. So I, I don't really close my entire mouth around yeah. it, if that makes sense. Like, okay. it, it just kind of rests between mm-hmm. my teeth. Mm-hmm. And I'm, it's not like I'm clenching at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, no one needs to be worried about my breathing. I'm doing fine. It's <laughs> fine. Um, yeah, so I can breathe fine. I mean, mm-hmm. I think maybe sometimes I'll take it out. When it's really hot, I'll, I'll, I'll take it off because it's just like, yeah. Know, it's yeah. annoying. No. I've always, it's just super interesting. But that makes sense. Yeah. That it's like almost, not that you're stressed, but it's like kind of gets you in that mindset. Or yeah, like. I mean, yeah, no, it's really funny. Uh, I think there's only one live stream where where the, the commentaries haven't been like, and 24 has his jersey in his mouth. That's really interesting. <laughs> um, but it's kind of fun, you know, yeah. <laughs> to, to, to hear commentators talk about <laughs> me fighting my jersey. I don't know. No, yeah. I think it's really it's, funny. It's, it's a weird thing, no, for sure. It's super funny. It's cool. <laughs> Well, thank you so much. Do you have any questions? This has been lovely. It's been been a blast. This has been so much fun. Like, was I, was I like, you know, uh, pro Diablo before this? Well, maybe not. Now I am, you know? (laughs) What did I do to hurt you? I know. No, you've, no, there has never been a bad sentiment with you. So, yeah, this has just been lovely getting to know you more and uh, learning about why. Yeah, why you literally? Biggest takeaway. I didn't even know this about myself until now. (laughs) (laughs) And that's what happens on the pod. You learn something about yourself. It's an experience. For sure. Well, I'm so excited to see like the future of Smog, Mm -hmm. what you guys do. 
We might not have a season this year, but in the coming years, you have time. Yeah, you got time. You got You're time. Fine. It's gonna be yeah. super sick. Be as smog has never made nationals. And I for sure thought that this was your guys' year. Me too. But if, if not, <laughs> I say while crying. <laughs> um, but it's not like that went away. If not, any, if not last year, this year, if there is something, or next year for sure, something mm. like yeah, that. Let's I'm hope. super excited. I mean, we have a great, great class of rookies this year as well coming in. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the, 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 the ceiling over Everest is the limit. <laughs> We should put that on a shirt. I know. I know. We'll put it on a shirt. Yeah, we'll do it. If you we'll put it on a shirt, can I get one? <laughs> for free, dog. For free? Yeah. Yeah. For free. Like, yeah, for sure. You can pay for it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that is lovely. Well, do you want to close out with us? It's just a very simple. We do stay again. What? <laughs> it's just stay again. Stay again. Yeah. yeah. We, we just stay on the count of three. Wait, kind of three. Is, it, is it? Wait. Is it like a? Is it a yell or like a? No, it's, it's oh, more like well, a. It's more of a. It, I sing it sometimes. Yeah. Okay. You yeah, can just it's say just more it if like you want. bam, like a punch. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like, like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Stay, Stay up in. in. Bye. That was so good.